0: there thanks for watching or listening to vip boxing's uh bell to bell episode 144 you're either watching on youtube or, or you've downloaded on itunes spotify oh, itunes me, or youtube you know we are you know me steve lillis you know john evans tonight's guest a boxer or well, a soon-to-be ex-boxer who um he's given so much to the sport in a short period of time as a pro and i think boxing's given him quite a bit in a short period of time but he he's calling it a day as a boxer after his contest against Carl Sampson on Darren Burley's card at Bradford Cedar Court Hotel on Saturday night it's my friend the fist Jimmy first Jim thanks for coming on again fantastic to see you uh always great catching up
1: Stevie great to be on uh great to be back on with you mate and uh yeah, very sad to be leaving boxing, but it had to happen at some point. And, uh, you know, we're not getting any younger, are we? Um, we'll talk about all that in a bit. But, yeah, yeah it's, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, I'm going to miss it, but I won't miss the diet, and that's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: but, but you were enjoying in the final few days. You're enjoying the build-up to it, knowing you'll never have a fight week again after this.
1: You know what I really am, and a lot of people have come out. And you know, the the people that haven't been able to make fights in the past, they were like, "Look, we want to make your last fight." And um, yeah, you know, it's going to be great. It's a mix of emotions, but obviously, there's a job to do on uh, Saturday night. And um, it's Carl Sampson's a real good kid, real good mover, um, great boxer, nice lad. I know him. I know his family. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to it all. Um, like I say, I'm not going to look forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to not ever having to diet again and uh, putting a little bit of tub on. So next time you see me, I might be a bit more
2: tub around my cheeks. <laughs> hey, well, Jimmy, we won't treat you as a retired fighter yet because you're still you're still a professional. So I've got to ask your opinion on another fight. You know, it didn't go your way against Louis Sylvester a few bi- few months ago. Now, big fight coming up with Sam Noakes and Louis. and Sam seems to be a massive favourite with people, probably south of Birmingham. But Lewis can box, can he? How do you see that fight going?
1: Yeah, do you know what? Um, yeah, very good boxer move. And I think if anyone can beat Sam Noakes, uh, Louis Sylvester's got the style for it. If he can stick to the plan and keep Noakes off for 12 rounds, um, he's really stylistically uh, very quick, very sharp. Um, I mean, I didn't underestimate him one little bit. I And again, that's another thing about the retirement, you know, whether or not I got caught cold, whether or not I got old, old overnight, prehistoric overnight. I'm already bloody old, but maybe I just got old, old, granddad style old overnight. Um, Did I just get caught early? You know, it, there's a lot of um, unanswered questions. That's why it's been so difficult, but we'll go on to that. But I believe um, Sylvester can beat him and, I believe he's about four five to one, and I might have a little dabble on that one.
0: Brilliant! Brilliant! Well, oh. follow Jimmy the Tipster. That's a new new line for him. Tipping <laughs> fights after <laughs> There we go. Anyway, we'll, we'll crack on. We'll try and stick our best to three minutes until we get to the final subject about retirement. Uh John, you got your watch and whatever whatever Everything you use. To go, yeah. these three times. minutes.
2: Three. We save this every week, but I'll be strict this time.
0: Right, be strict until we get to the last round. Round one, um, Dalton Smith, Jose Zepeda is your first topic, Mr Evans.
2: Yeah, when this dropped in my email inbox the other day, my eyes opened. I thought this is a really, really good bit of matchmaking for Dalton Smith. You know, he's he's above British level now, we think. And then you've got that massive step from European to world class, and we're always looking for people to bridge it. And more and more often... Those fights aren't happening, particularly not happening in Britain. We used to get quite a lot, didn't we, of sort of slightly old faded fighters coming over to Britain and and people getting themselves into world title contention on the back of it. So my eyes opened a little bit with this one because Zepeda's a good fighter. Yeah. He will be just over the hill, but he can bang, he's dangerous, he's got a good ranking, he's well-respected. Dalton can cut. We've seen him maybe not look as good as he has in the past a couple of times recently. And I think this will tell us a lot about Dalton Smith. It's a really good bit
0: of matchmaking. Yeah, I, I agree with you, John. I think he's lost two of his last three, but Pro Grey and the unbeaten kid who Jack Hackford was going to fight, Hitchens, that's no yeah. disgrace at all. And yeah, look, it's a great fight. We, we've been bragging about Dalton on here for a long time. I think when he was on about seven fights, I described him as the best prospect in the world under 10 fights. I was that sold on him. But it's going to be an interesting, as you say, it's great matchmaking. There's a slight gamble there because Sir Peter might be over the top, but he's still got something to offer um, without being right at the bottom there. And the sort of, you got to answer, get answered here is, if Sir Peter lands one of those bombs, how does Dalton react? Does he go off a lever? He gets cut and get hurt. Yeah, look, it's a great fight. The whole card that um, Matrim's doing, I think it's in Sheffield, isn't it? its is absolutely superb. I think uh, the women's world title fight, as you say, John, uh, Great matchmaking. I just hope when Zapita comes over, he doesn't have 10 of his family members in the same room like he did when he fought Terry Flanagan. Yeah. Do you know Dalton at all? Are you familiar with him, Jimmy?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've sparred Dalton, and you know what? One of the Toughest spars I've had He's one of the best that I've sparred. Um, I think Dalton will rise to the challenge. I know this is a Peter he's absolutely flipping, you know, on the on the on the. He's only fought, well, he's he's only lost to, you know, world level fighters Terry Flanagan, um, the one you mentioned, was it Richardson? It, a few others. It can bang. I, he, I think I think Dalton will, um, he'll rise to the challenge. I think him. He's got a great trainer in his dad, Grant. Known them both a long time and uh, I think he'll do it and it, he'll uh, he'll rise to the occasion. Will Dalton, uh, in front of his own found um, hometown uh, fans, he's uh, he's definitely uh, yeah, one of the best I've ever been in with. Great kid.
2: Before we finish it, kids' pizzas are paid up a while <laughs> ago, actually, now probably about a year ago, and he's still bothered by that shoulder injury. He really, up like, still comes out. And still goes back in, even now after all this time. So might be something to watch.
0: Yeah, a good good career as well. The top rank. I'm not sure who he's with now, but he's had a good career as a Peter. And I hope he's made something anyway. Round two, um, you know what, Connor Ben's another in action this weekend against um club fighter Peter Dobson. He's out in Las Vegas. I think he's first fight since the the drug scandal was in Orlando. I'm not here, I've, I've had my opinion on that. I'm not here to talk about whether he should or not. But what I am wondering is, did, did this is been brought in this dispute with the British boxing board of control? It could be we well be heading to a courtroom before anything's sorted. That court case could take a year or two. And I'm generally thinking now, I mean, the Eubank fight fell through when they were just going to go to possibly Tottenham Hotspur's ground this weekend and use a, uh, just use another governing body. But I'm wondering if... I'm, I'm now generally thinking now that we may well have seen the last of Conor Ben in this country because after this, he could well have another big fight and they'll just have it in America and go on from there. I, I think we may have seen the last of him here. I don't know what you what you think. Think he'll come back again, Jimmy?
1: Box here? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'd like to think so. Again, it's all down to the uh you know his, his, the history with the uh this 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 testing isn't it and everything um i'm not sure i'm sure uh ed Yearn can probably pull but well i say pull some strings i uh, i mean you know the board are very very uh, are strict on these things aren't they so um um i'd like to think so because i'd like to see him fight uh Eubank. i'd like to see him in some of the big fights just for the uh just for the sake of the fans you know what i mean And on a selfish note and uh you know cuz he's uh he, he you know he's a, he, he's a very good fighter um i don't know much about this dobson um but i'm sure he'll uh i'm sure he'll, at this stage of his career they won't match him too drastically difficult no. um and he'll probably uh, you know uh, plow through this guy but yeah it would be good to see him back in the uk that from a from a fan uh, from a Pat fan's perspective, definitely. But
0: what do you think, John? Have we seen the last of him?
2: Oh, I think he's got to come back at some point, because this is mm. where his fan base is. You know, mm. if he if he do move him to America, he's in the away corner, isn't he? You know, he's not going to build a big fervent fan base over in America. To to get big events, he's going to be in fights that he's not really mm. going to win. You know, he's not going to beat John Ennis and people like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're the only opponents who are going to draw a crowd over in America. He may well end up in Saudi, Steve. You yeah, know, following the money over to Saudi Arabia, maybe that'll be the home for Conor Ben after this. But you can look, he's fighting in a ballroom or something, isn't he, this That's weekend? That's right, in-
0: yeah, in that virgin hotel. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know how they would build him in America without cashing him out. So, maybe if you want to keep him winning, it'll end up being in Saudi Arabia until, um, until all these disputes, shall we call them, are sorted, which is just taking forever, isn't
0: it? Yeah, too long. Know. Far oh, too long. No. Round three. Um, your your first topic, Jimmy. It's a topic that I think until the fight takes place, um, um, all oh, our guests are going to want to talk about Tyson Fury against Dusik.
1: Yeah, well, it's one of the ages, isn't it? Fight, fight for the ages. You know, it's uh, undisputed everywhere. It's incredible, isn't it? This is the uh, this is the big one, isn't it? Um, and yeah, it's uh. I'm I'm very excited for it. In fact, I'm gonna be in Belfast because I'm over there uh with Jake Pollard. Um, I'm cornering I've got my my, my um my trainer's licence and my second. So I'm over in Belfast, so um we Jake's having fighting a lad over there. And then uh, I think the hotel's quite a swanky event, so we'll be watching it over there. So yeah, happy days, you know. Well uh, I'll be retired, so I'll be having a Guinness, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a bit about that hotel. I should go off topic from the time. <laughs> Um, there's a big do
0: afterwards that night. Your rope hotel, pro-tell to have a big party. It's on a big screen for you. Mark Dunlop looks after you brilliantly. I've got Jake Mega. Smith on a fight out there. He just said, yeah, without, uh, he's on the bill. He just asked who he was fighting without even going anywhere because Mark Dunlop is superb <laughs> over there. Anyway. Look, Brilliant. Um, you know what? <laughs> With this fight, <coughs> excuse me, I can't believe how quickly it's crept up on us. We're only two weeks nah, away no. from it now. Um, it hasn't really kicked off the madness around it yet, has it?
1: Not really, has it? No, it's kind of uh, it's still, yeah. The, the, the you know, we've all, I've only seen a few posts and a few little yeah. videos of uh, Fury, you know, calling him a sausage and whatever else,
0: yeah. Yeah, they announced the fight in December and it's, it's just gone quiet, and that's why you, you know, it's sort of more out of sight, out of mind. I'm sure that's going to change next week yeah. when they start selling the pay per view. What's your thoughts on the build up, John?
2: It's been quiet, hasn't it? But maybe it's because we're getting so many big fight announcements these days. It's yeah. not such a novelty, is it? You know, we were getting so few of them that when something dropped, it was massive. But now, since that got announced, look what we've had. We've had Joshua and Garnu. We've had five versus five. We've had everything. So, it'll, it'll all kick off next week. Fury won't let it be quiet, will he? Fury's going to start building it next week.
0: I can't all believe he's been so quiet. All I've seen so far of him in Saudi, a picture in the pool with his head sticking out. And a picture of him doing them famous long plodding runs that he does, a video of Mm. that. No one's seen a word. I mean, it almost adds to the mystique of it, I suppose, not hearing from Fury calling someone a sausage. I think all he's done is criticise Yusick for wearing an earring in the last month. He's never been so quiet.
1: That's it. He's obviously taking it very, very seriously and uh, grafting behind closed doors, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Which I believe he needs to do because, obviously maybe maybe he underestimated ungano in the last one um and um you know on this uh you know Yusick i think it without a doubt it's uh, i think it's his his toughest fight um Yusik's an incredible what, 300 plus amateurs uh i think this is going to be a real real um a real tough one and i i hope fury does it but i've just got a sneaky feeling Yusik might it might just, I know, and I know size matters, size matters a lot, but Usyk is, you know, he's got his country on his shoulders that are at war and I just got, and I hope I'm wrong, I really do, because I like Fury, I've been at his camp, I've, I've um, sparred in front of him with Isaac Low and all his team and all his brothers are a top set of boys. I've just got a feeling Usyk might just like box and move and try and, you know, and, uh, you know, he's a heck of a fighter and I think he might just try and keep him off him and either that, as uh, so I'm predicting a Usick win or a controversial Fury win or a draw.
0: <laughs> so I've got three predictions.
1: <laughs> you sit on really, the fence, Jim.
0: You're allowed well, to, in it? It's your last so, week as a pro boxer. You can say yeah, what you want yeah. these
1: weeks. but you, No, Usick win or a controversial one for Fury. There we go.
0: Round four, John. Um, I know you're this one you'll be quite pleased to talk about Zelfa Barrett because you've been around him since day one, you know, from small hall to now this headline event at the arena.
2: Yeah, I remember seeing Zelfa walk out for his debut at Middleton Middleton Arena nearly 10 years ago now, just just over nine and same weight as he is now, look completely different. Black shorts, dead simple, and every now and then someone jumps out at you when you see them make a debut and you know they're going to be good it has been a couple I've seen, like Jazza Dickens was one, Zelfa was the other one. You just knew they were going to be really good. All of a sudden now, nine years later, he's gone from Middleton Arena to Castle Leisure Centre to Oldham Sports Centre, Newcastle Racecourse. And now he's headlining at the MEN Arena in a, a world title eliminator. We're not sure if it's final eliminator yet. Uh, world title eliminator against Jordan Gill. And I think he goes into it as a good favourite as well. I think it, this is a, a fight that's set up for Zelfa to win. I think it's yeah. set up for a fight for Zelfa to look good in. And after this, it's a world title. But uh, yeah, what a journey from literally the bottom to yeah. as high as you can get in Manchester, headlining the MEN.
0: You know what? I would just think when you put this topic, I, was, I, I can only echo what you say about the early days. I think five or six of his early fights were at Middleton. And then and there was a, I remember seeing him in Berry, I think, one night. Yeah, I won yeah, yeah, so at the Oldham fight, but I remember Barry. Yeah, I remember seeing him at Oldham, but you know what, I think there's, geographically we're seeing this a lot more with fighters from the north of England, go from zero to the top Josh Warrington did it, no one expected of course Ricky Atten started off at leisure centres, then witnessed, but we knew from what he did as an amateur junior that there was a talent, a, a special talent coming through. But I'm trying to think—you're you, not seeing this from London fighters now coming from nowhere and, and headline an arena. I mean, Buaxi's headline in the O2, I think it is Saturday night, and you know, there's little momentum around the fight. It, it, I, I don't know what it is. It always seems boxers from the north of England seem to be able to go from nowhere to the top. I, I find that quite, quite bizarre—not bizarre, but quite strange. It doesn't seem to be a London thing anymore. Whereas in the eighties, it was pure London fighters. You know, you had to be in London to get anywhere as a boxer, but you know what? I'm pleased for Zelfa because I haven't been around him as much as you have, John, but his feet's always been on the ground, keeps himself to himself, goes to the gym, trains, looks after his little girl. He's made the sacrifices to deserve this night. And one of the reasons he left Frank Warren to join Matt Troom was for nights like this to become, Manchester, the pin up boy in Manchester boxing. I, I just hope he has it and he has a few more good nights like it. You
2: Long sp- time, eh? Are we gonna let like Jimmy talk? Or are we being strict?
1: Have you no, started Zelpha? I hogged I, I, I the last one, didn't I? With Fury. I didn't get you did get a you did get a shout of the Fury one, John. Um, yeah, but yeah, love Zelfa. I think the Northern fans will properly get behind him all the Manchester lot. Zelfa's one heck of a slickster, isn't he? Great fighter. Um I know he was over in the gym. Uh, a bit back uh, sparring Corey O'Regan who was a good kid, and again, uh, you know, a couple of weights above Zelfa, and uh, you know it was a cracking spar. And Zelfa's uh, strong, sharp, fast, improving all the time. Got a great trainer with Pat. Yeah, I, I wish him very well. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, round five, maybe randomness, but
0: Netflix coming into boxing. There's been talk about it for a while, and um, we saw the impact of Netflix on. Formula One racing. I mean, people just suddenly, like my oldest daughter, she watches a bit of football, a bit of boxing. She suddenly has become a Formula One addict, goes to the race. She went to the Australian Grand Prix, all through seeing all this on Netflix. They're doing the WWE now. And you can imagine what superstars going to make those guys. And they're doing a the live tennis match, Nadal and um, Alcaraz, Al- the Spanish kid from Mercia um, in Las Vegas. And I just think it's only a matter of time they come into boxing, and once they do, I just think it's game over for everybody else when it comes to big fights, because of that, because of what Netflix are, what they generate. You know, the one thing they won't do, they won't be going around giving from you know, deals to say a British promoter to do British shows. It'll be it'd all be global stuff. But I think if they come into boxing, it could be, you know, a killer for the for the traditional broadcasters who are finding it hard now anyway with all the streaming.
1: John? Yeah you you sorry you've, you you <clears throat> I are going to say as well Steve I mean you've been you've been around boxing you know box nation you 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 know on the, in the early days probably in the ITV days when they were on terrestrial tv but, yeah you know um so yeah it's uh, it might be be a strange one will that but I'm yeah, it will be a strange one with Netflix, but I'm sure Eddie Earn and the Zone and the, the they'll they'll find a way to uh, try and um, you know keep it with Sky and um, and zone But again, you never know, dear. You? you know more about that than me with the broadcasters. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, John? Yeah. If Netflix yeah, comes to uh, boxing?
2: What do we call it these days? I'm not too up on the TV terms. Is it shoulder programming?
0: I don't know. I haven't heard that one either.
2: The build-up shows where they show the shoulder personalities and where they... yeah and magazine shows like the formula one it wasn't the races was it netflix no, didn't show the it ends. was the
0: guys it was, it was
2: documentary series the, yeah and that's what it's going to be if they can put documentary series together about the fighters then it's going to take them to an entirely different level isn't it yeah it's also about, you've got to be careful on netflix though. if you make something shit people will flick past it yes it's got to be good but it does seem like they're willing to put the money into the production to make top quality stuff doesn't it so yeah they could make stars like nobody else.
0: Yeah, and they they're going into these live events, and you you can only imagine. Man, I don't follow wrestling, but you can only imagine what they're going mm-hmm. to make these guys now. Or, or already big, they're household names in America. I know that these guys. You know, I do know that much about it. But mm-hmm. imagine what they're going to become. They're going to become absolute A-listers everywhere. These wrestlers, these wrestlers <laughs> right. now. Anyway, round six. We'll, ch- it, well,
2: you've got a, you've got a Triple H poster just outside the camera there, have not you on the wall?
0: Who? <laughs> You know what? My, my <laughs> daughter had a wrestling phase and about four years ago, I went to WrestleMania in New York and the production <clears throat> of it was blew my mind. I was blown away by the produ- production. And when Joan Jett come on and played a bit of punk rock live, it was a great night. Anyway, um, that was right for me that night. Um, Joan Jett playing live at WrestleMania in New York. Why is it the right time for you, Jimmy, to retire after your fight on Saturday night? As I said at the top of the pod, Boxen's given you a lot, and you've given a lot to in the last few years. Why suddenly, I mean, I, I just thought you'd have one more attack towards the title and then call it a day. I just thought you'd be one of those fighters. The next loss will be the last. So why are you hoping, you know, <clears throat> why are you going out four-rounder on your friend Darren's show?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a tough one. Well, it, do you know what? <clears throat> it, it came from a bit of advice from um, from one of my trainers, and the thing is, I'd have to get maybe two, couple, two or three more wins to then get back to that English title contention. Maybe a couple. Um, it, it's a very difficult decision. Um, because part of me wants to carry on. The other part, it's the it's making weight. It's the dieting. Um, it's the training camps you know i mean i've always it is a difficult one for for boxers to know when to when to retire um and i'm going to miss the sport so much um but i just i get injured in every training camp um you know it's even my hands uh you know i i have to have the extra days off um because of my knees and things like that and it's and it's it's never really bothered me but i just got the advice and i think boxers do need good advisors yeah. around them you know a good a, a good team to to because they see things that we don't and as much as i believe that um you know that I, that I, that I can carry on and i believe that i can it's um I think it's almost it's the clever decision as well to take because it only takes one more hit on the on on the head to uh you know to 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 become injured. and it's the, it's all the sparring that goes with it um so yeah it's uh, it's been a very tough tough decision actually um and you know I've I've had quite a bit I've I've had a life before boxing because yeah. I started yeah. so late you know, but I'm still finding it really tough. So it must be very, very difficult for guys that have been boxing since they were 10 and then retire, you know, come 13. They've been in it for, you know, they've known nothing else. So um, but I'm blessed to be in the sport. I'm already doing training. I've achieved more than I ever actually set out to do. Um, and you know, boxing twice on sky, winning on sky, boxing for the, you know, winning a title, you know, big knockout. Uh, Real on there as well, even though it was my pal Justin Yule, Um and fighting for the English, even though it didn't go my way. Um, and yeah, even though, and the thing that's what makes it even more difficult because did I get caught cold or has my punch resistance just disappeared overnight? As, you know, um, there's a lot of unanswered questions. So I went down with the first knockdown heavy, heavily, and then I got back up. Went down another couple of times. but the, the, the When the referee stopped it, my legs, I was on better legs. I felt like I could have carried on and then who knows what might have happened. But, you know, Lewis, so that's a sharp kid. Um, and, yeah, I've made the decision now. It's it, And it is, you know, but it come a week, two weeks down the line, it's going to be like, shit, right, what what now? But, you know, I'm in the corner with Callum Simpson. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'll probably open my own gym in the not so distant future, um, train others. So, you know, there's a future in, in the sport for me. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a tricky one. It's a difficult one, really.
0: Yeah. I know you led a great life in your twenties, you know, touring the world, you know, living on beaches, just <laughs> getting odd jobs around in in all sorts of wonderful countries to make ends meet. Do you regret any of that at all? And you could have done that now knowing what boxing's given you the last few years.
1: No, I don't because um a bit of character building and I saw some amazing places and uh, met some great people. So no, no regrets there, mate. No regrets. And, uh, you know, boxing's been good to me. I, I mean, I you know, really, I wanted a few more years. Um, but as a pro, maybe you know, it's one of them ones. It's a tricky one, but I got advised by Mark Hurley at Dickies, Callum, and I trust their advice because they see things... You know, there's bad decision making uh in the fight, um and it you know, in in box in whilst when I'm in there. So um yeah, I wanted to show my mettle and cut and, you know, really come back from it. But when I, I listen to that because he's he's very he's a very wise man and um, you know, sometimes, you know, the but you have to be the bigger man and say, right, you know, it's uh you know, and my family as well, you know, they, they wanted me to, um, you know, my parents, you know, my mum and dad, bless them, still around, thank, thank God, and, uh, you know, um, they'll be pleased to see me finishing and hanging my gloves up, yeah.
2: I was going to say, Jimmy, have you, have you made a promise to yourself to quit or have you made a promise to other people? Because if you walk through, Carl, Simps- Carl Sampson's got a decent overhand right, if you walk through a couple of bombs and stop him in two, have you made a promise to yourself to quit or a promise to your family?
1: Yeah, no, I have, I well, well, mainly, yeah, I have actually, uh, no, I've said to myself, that's it, I mean, you know, part of me, you know, feels, right, well, you know, we can do it, we can do it, but that's in your mind, and then when your body's going through it, it's a hell of a thing, you know, I put my body through strain, making the nine stone nine championship weight, um, you know, and, and, I, and I do feel it, so, you know what, there's nothing more to prove to myself or anyone else. Um, who knows? Maybe there would have been an English title, but you know what, British would have been an absolute thingy. But that would have been an absolute dream of all dreams, you know, the British. But, you know, that's the absolute pinnacle, more than an English. And I think that would be way too, let's be re- realistic. It's too far out of my reach. There's a new crop of youth coming through. You know, as you can hear, I've still still got my marbles, but you know, one or two brain cells left. Like I'll, pre- I'll preserve them. Carl Sampson, a heck of a fighter as well. We we'll have to give him a mention. What a guy! Good, he Kyle. can box. He he's... can move. He's the best away fighter in the country, or one I mean, of them. Let,
2: let's be straight. He's decided to go in the away corner, hasn't yeah. he? Because he could yeah. be a hot fighter, Carl. He's he's good. Yeah,
1: I believe he's got titles in him. So if he wants to, you know, you know, decide to, you know, you know. Turn it round, you know, and just fight for a couple of titles. I think Carl Sampson can do that. Well, you um, think so yeah, Lewis
2: the area champion at
1: Super Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh yeah, that, you know, I have to be on my A game. I have to be on the ball because you know he'll be sharp. So i have just got to be, uh, got got to be on the uh, on the ball with this one, definitely. Still. So
0: yeah. it, w- would a camper van come out of mothballs now for yourself and your partner if you to go travelling again, both of you? Or is it yeah, going to just be often. get your boxing gym going first before the van's taken out?
1: That's it. Well, that, that's another tricky one because we want to open up a boxing gym, but then, you know, we have to find that balance to be able to go away in the camper as well, don't we? So <laughs> uh, that's a tricky one. We'll have to uh-huh. see. We'll have to see. <laughs> Maybe mean? that documentary we talked about, Stevie. You know what? I'll tell you
0: what. Um, we, were, we were going a couple of documentaries I was doing. We, were, we, did, we did, When I did one about that one I started doing, and the guy doing the filming with me, um, he was also an actor, he was a child actor. And we were doing it, and you know what? I was singing this this morning about the documentary. We were gonna do it, and he got a part in oh, something that's been on BBC recently. I'll dig it out and tell you Saturday, the guy I was doing it with. And, uh, and he's vanished now. I see him on Instagram occasionally, and that's it. He's Loving a edge. bit of a star now. You know I'm well, a bit below well, him now, but there you go. I'm below well, every. You and me, so
1: me, huh? me will get a Winnebago. We'll we'll we'll, we'll go out <laughs> to gyms and to That's that. it. Yeah. <laughs> but well, um, I wanted to say as well it'd be an honour to have you there, mate. On, last from my last dance. Well, I'm there, so, mate. I'm there Saturday yeah, night. Wicked. Wicked. And we'll um, I'm trying to get a DJ on afterwards, so we'll have a, we'll have a yeah, we'll have a bit of a dance and that.
0: Well, I don't know about having <laughs> a dance. I'll have a non-alcoholic lager with you, mate. afterwards you can still there's move. a DJ no. on after. But you know Good what, Jim, I'll see you Saturday on, but, but thanks for everything you've, you've given to box in the last few years, you know. I'm not just saying this, you know, you turned pro very, very late. You couldn't box amateur. You showed you can do it in your 30s, and you know what? You've done what, very, you mentioned something, very few fighters get to do. Box on Sky a couple of times, win on Sky, and people
1: have spoken about you. Yeah, well, I'm 43 next month. So, <laughs> brilliant. you know. It's that 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 were part of the decision as well. Do you know what I mean? It's that the body, you know, won a title, won a central area at the age of 41, boxed for English at 42, and um, just fell short, didn't we? But yeah, I, I can hold my head up high, that's for sure. Yeah, and I appreciate, you know what, not just you guys, my trainers, Mark Early, Chris Aston, my manager, Chris Aston, who's stuck with us throughout it, but all the people in boxing, all the backstage people, the stewards. You know the security guys. You know all the officials. The guy—they're all just just boxing gives so much, and there's nothing but great people in boxing. Do you know what I mean? You know, the, you know at the top there's a bit of bit of bit of uh, you know messing around with you know here and there, but oh nothing but I and the boxing gyms at our grassroots level absolutely awesome. You know, and throughout boxing it's gives me so much. So yeah, and um, great people, great people.
0: Brilliant. Jim, thanks very much. I'm looking forward to seeing you Saturday. John, thanks for um, helping again as my my co-presenter. You're a star. Uh, I'll speak to you in the week or next week. And thanks everyone for watching or listening on uh, a few days before. Jimmy the Fist says goodbye to being a boxer before starting a new career as a trainer. Thanks everybody.
1: Cheers, Steve. Cheers, John. Cheers
0: cheers for that, lads. I'll let you get to the gym now. Jim, anyway.
1: down. Cheers, fellas. Pleasure chatting to you both, Johnny Boy. Tech care as well, mate. Good luck, mate. Bing. Thank you. Cheers, so John. Nice all thing. the best. Bye. Cheers,
2: boys. For all boxing, info, news and latest interviews, amateur and pro, across and off, click and subscribe. VIP Boxing Promotions. Also, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.